You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning once again to all of you and welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. It's September 14th, 2014, 19th day in the month of Elul, 5774, as we get, as we begin to round down the year and uh, we get set to begin 5775 in just about a week and a half or so. If you're studying Dafyomi, it's a brand new Masechta Chagiga. Already up to daf number six. So uh, that's a nice short masechta you can jump onto and you can learn and finish up pretty quickly and get on board with daf Yomi also. Temperature outside here in the uh, New Jersey area, it's 53 degrees. It's going to be a great day going up to a high of 72, mostly sunny, down to 54, partly cloudy degrees. And in Jerusalem, it's 79 sunny degrees right now going down to 62 clear degrees. We have a great show in store for you this morning. Lots of music as always. Morning Chizuk at 7.30 with Rabbi Goldwasser. Our news in English from Israel at 8 o'clock. And uh, we have two interviews lined up during our second hour. We're going to be speaking with somebody about a great program that is uh, that helps if uh, you want to uh, support anything that is bought, uh, that is made in Israel. Uh, Israeli products. We have a uh, uh, somebody on who's going to be talking about a program that's taking place today, and uh, we also will be talking to somebody who is trying to set a Guinness World Record before Yom Tov, <laughs> uh, and uh, that is the great chauffeur blowout, the most simultaneous chauffeurs blown at one time. That event actually takes place next Sunday, but we'll be talking with the representative of that organization today. So that's all here on JM Sunday with your host, Matis Weingast. I appreciate you joining me this morning. We're going to go to the music and uh, all of our programming uh, as we continue for now, the next two hours, exclusively right here on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Amor, verá, amor, amor, algo 
by Benny Friedman here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you. How you all doing out there? It's uh, 7.29 in the morning Eastern Time. We are with you exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. And on this, the uh, 14th of September, 19th of Elul, we're glad you could join us. And we are happy to be here for your entertainment pleasure. It's the uh, beginning of the third season of the Nachum Siegel Network and the third season of JM Sunday. What a coincidence, because we are on the Nachum Siegel Network. I want to uh, take this opportunity to welcome uh, Danny Goldberg, who is a uh, assistant program manager here on the Nachum Siegel Network. He has uh, joined the team, ably led by Miriam El Wallach, who is the uh, who's the general manager. So Danny is uh, helping out with so many things, and uh, one of them is. Uh, 
scheduling guests, helping with information on guests, things like that. So I thank him because he helped me with the two for this morning. Uh, we'll just give you a wrap-up of what's happening for the next uh, hour and a half. Morning kids are coming up in just a minute. 8 o'clock, we have News from Israel in English live with Hannah Julian. And then at 8.15, we'll be joined by uh, by Suzanne Wielgus to talk about a program that uh, encourages people to purchase Israeli products for the home. And that deepens the connection with Israel. So we'll talk to her about that. And then at 8.30, we will be joined by Robert Lichtman, who is of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life here in New Jersey. And he'll be discussing an event taking place next Sunday at a great chauffeur blowout. We'll find out about that. Well, I can tell you so far is uh, it uh, includes something to do with the Guinness Book of World Records. So we'll talk to him about that. And that'll be at 8.30 this morning. And music filling in everything in between. If, uh, if you get a chance, go to our Facebook page, JM Sunday, and like that Facebook page. It's much appreciated. I want to thank listeners Shlomo. Manik, Joey, Fitch, and Ronnie for liking the page over the last week. And uh, we appreciate that very much. Also, I want to, sh- want to wish a happy birthday to Trucker Yitz. Happy birthday out there, Trucker Yitz. I won't say which number of birthday. I'll just say happy birthday, Trucker Yitz. I really don't know. I'm just uh, kidding around. But it is his birthday, so please wish him a happy birthday. If you see him on the roads, honk the horn and uh, let him know that you heard it here on JM Sunday. Uh, the Besides the news from Israel that we'll have at 8 o'clock, there is uh, other news around the world of uh, of interest to uh, people in a listening audience. For instance, General John Allen has, was named by the United States as its uh, envoy to the anti-ISIS coalition. German leaders have... Uh, have banded together to uh, fight against anti-Semitism. And the uh, City University of New York, a BDS vote was shelved after a heated debate this past Friday night. So that's some news happening around the Jewish world. And uh, you can get more information on that by uh, checking out the Facebook page of the Nachum Siegel Network. And... Uh, yeah, I should put it up here also on our our Facebook page. I have to have to talk to uh, the powers that be about that because if I'm mentioning it, then uh, we should put it up here also to get it out to as many people as possible. Well, that is great. Okay, so uh, what's next? Morning Chizuk with Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words are Lazecha Nishmas Rav Zev Rav Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the Pasuk, Umitsauhu Raos Rabos Vitsaros. The nation will be set by terrible evils and calamities, and it will say on this day, Because my Hashem does not dwell within me, I was beset by these evils. Rav Shach wonders, Why does this Pasuk begin with evils and calamities, Raos Vitsaros, and ends with only evils? Ra'os. He explains that although Tsaros refers to the evils, Tsaros is also related to Tsar, which means narrow or tight. The Targum defines the word as things that press. Suffering contains two components, 
The first is the difficulty and pain. But there's also a powerful feeling of tightness, a sense of confinement. People who are suffering may feel that the world is bleak. Their spirit has been shattered. Their lives have become extremely constricted. These feelings, however, are not universal among people who suffer. Rather, it is someone who suffers from lack of amuna and vitachon who will be the most crushed when something tragic happens. But someone who believes in Hashem, someone who has faith, will view it differently. This person will suffer. However, the individual that has faith will only experience ra'os, evils, without saros, despair. Our Pasuk tells us that the people will realize that their problems stem from a lack of amuna. From that point on, their faith will be strengthened. The 23rd day of Elul, September 11, 2001. It will go down in history. That Tuesday will be remembered forever as the date of one of the most horrific tragedies to befall a nation in recent times. A lot of commentary has been written. Many words have been spoken. Yet, it is still difficult for the human mind to fathom the enormity, the depth, and the breadth of all that has occurred. We all experienced a huge gamut of human emotions on that day. Shock, disbelief, fear, loss, vulnerability, pain, grief, and anger. Thoughts of tshuva. Certainly, we were presented with a challenge. Would we be able to see the day's events in a clear Torah perspective? Would we realize that this day, as Rav Shach says, was a day of Ra'os, but not Saros, a day of evils, but not a day of despair? Ever since that fateful day, I've been called upon by many individuals who are directly affected by the attacks. At each of the meetings with those who suffered, each time I shared their experiences, I was inspired to a deeper level of Chizuk, and a stronger emuna. Those whom I met with were so steadfast in their emuna and bitachon and Hashem that I feel compelled to relate some of the inspiration that I received so that we can all gain a true understanding of the words Anima Amin, I believe. We will never forget the Kedoshim that gave their lives on that day. I was privileged to know a few of those that have perished, each one of them an outstanding role model for us to look up to and to learn from. We learn Biglal Avos Toshia Bonim. For the sake of the forefathers, you save the children. Mr. Weiss lives in the suburbs. Each morning, he traveled to Manhattan to his job at the World Trade Center. Around 1 a.m. on September 11th, he suddenly woke up, startled. He had just seen the vivid image of his father in a dream. Mr. Weiss's father had passed on many years earlier, and this was the first time that he appeared to his son in a dream. Understandably, Mr. Weiss tossed and turned. He couldn't fall back asleep. He lay in bed remembering his father. He wondered why he had suddenly appeared to him. When the shock 
of the lifelike image of his father appearing in a dream finally wore off, he suddenly remembered that the month of Elul was almost over. Although he usually visited his father's grave during Elul, this year he had somehow forgotten and had neglected to even make plans to go. He decided to himself, I am going to my father's kever the first thing in the morning. It was while he was stuck in traffic on his return from the Besachayim, from the cemetery, that he had first heard about the disaster on his car radio. His kibbutz of saved his life. May today be a day for all of us of chizuk and inspiration.
here on JM Sunday with Summer right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Matas Weingast with you on the 14th of September, 19th day in the month of Elul. And uh, we are getting ready for Rosh Hashanah 57.75 coming up in just about a week and a half. Nice day outside, 53 degrees now in the north New Jersey area. Going up to a mostly sunny high of 72 and going back down to 54, partly cloudy degrees overnight tonight. 
Uh, we're having our news from Israel. Yep, that'll be up in just a couple of seconds. And uh, then at 8.15, I'll be joined by uh, Suzanne Wielgus, who will be talking about an event today. And uh, it is an event that will encourage all of you to purchase Israeli products for the home. And then at 8.30, we'll be talking to a representative for the uh, from the uh, Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. I'll be talking about a chauffeur blowout that's taking place next week. So uh, we're bringing you as much information as we can and trying to make things a little bit fun. It is uh, time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian joins us every Sunday morning. She is a Middle East news commentator on Israel National Radio, and she is here to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. We're going to start with Brussels this morning, actually, not Israel, although Israel's had some involvement there. The uh, Brussels Jewish Museum reopens today, three months after an ISIS terrorist shot and killed four people there and wounded several others. Two of those four were from Tel Aviv. Armed guards will be securing the building. There will be increased security checks at the entrance to the museum. World leaders are condemning the latest murder by the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, that's ISIS terrorists. British aid worker David Haynes was beheaded in a video posted by the group over the weekend. Now the terrorists are threatening a second British captive, Alan Henning. British Prime Minister David Cameron is holding an emergency meeting with military and security chiefs over the issue. President Barack Obama condemned the beheading Saturday, calling it a barbaric murder. Obama's been calling for a Western and a Middle Eastern coalition of nations, including Israel, to fight the terrorist organization. Israel says that if asked, it would help to protect Jordan from these terrorists. But Intelligence and Strategic Affairs Minister Yuval Steinitz has warned Iran is still an equal threat and that Washington needs to remember that. Steinitz told Israel Radio today that ISIS will be a threat for a few years, but Iranian nuclear weapons will be with us if Iran becomes a nuclear power for dozens of years, if not more. Less than two weeks before the end of a month-long ceasefire between Israel and Gaza terrorists, and today a Gaza infiltrator was spotted near Kibbutz Kisufim, armed with a knife. His motive was unknown. IDF soldiers have turned the infiltrator over to security personnel for further questioning. The Jerusalem light rail is being targeted again for attacks in the northern part of the capital. That happened three times today so far. Arabs hurled rocks at the train as it passed through the Arab neighborhood of Shuafat on its way to Pisgat Ze'ev in northern Jerusalem. No physical injuries reported in the attacks, but a few of the cars were damaged and some of the passengers traumatized. City Pass Company officials said the train will continue to operate as usual. Commuters will be able to reach their destinations. It's partly cloudy today here in Israel. The weather's perfect. Highs around 80 in the south, mid-70s in the mountainous regions. Clear tonight, lows around 60. Sunny skies until at least Wednesday. Highs around 80. Lows at night in the low 60s. It's great weather strolling around the Dead Sea and visiting the nature reserves. I personally am heading to Borodovsky's in Arad this afternoon, a place where they have chirping birds, 
fish pond, plants, personal care products, towels by the kilo, free coffee for anyone who just wants to soak up the atmosphere. It's a private lunch and munch spot for locals who like to bring their sandwiches at midday. Matis, it's really a great spot. Every landscape artist I know has ever been there. Tour buses stop there. Everyone goes there. This is my day brightener to you for the day from the Holy Land. Have a great week, everyone. I'm Hannah Julian for Jam Sunday. Thank you very much, Hannah Julian. Uh, that's our news from Israel. It sounds like a great place to be if I weren't right here. I can't get there fast enough for today's uh, for today's <laughs> uh, visit, as she suggested. But um, my thank you very much. We'll see you next uh, week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's 8.07 in the morning, time to get back to the music, and in a few minutes we'll be joined by uh, Suzanne Wielgus, and we'll talk about a program happening today that will encourage people to purchase Israeli products for the home. Whoa, he caught me early on that one. Here is... <laughs> How do you like that? Here is... Um... Let's, let's, see. Let's, let's go back to that. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Okay. Here is Achenu with Vahu Kaili on JM Sunday.
Ashrei Me by Benny Friedman right here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you on the uh, 19th day in the month of Elul, 5774. I can only say that for another week or so because then it will be, God willing, 5775, a brand new year. It is September 14th, 2014. That will continue for a few more months. And... Uh, we're so happy you could all join us this morning here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're here until 9 o'clock this morning. And programming continues all day long on the stream with great encore shows and uh, great music selections. You can go to NachumSiegel.com to uh, find out the latest schedule. And uh, also, if you haven't downloaded the app, or if your friends haven't downloaded the app, go to the App Store and download the NSN app. It's a great way to listen to the shows, and it's also uh, there are a lot of other features on there. So it's a great way to wake up to one of the shows, to wake up to the stream, and you can get all different sorts of things from there. So I encourage you all to do that, and uh, we uh, we appreciate it very, very much. My thanks again to Hannah Julian for the news from Israel. She does live in English every Sunday morning here on JM Sunday. Uh, right now, I am uh, pleased to introduce to the audience uh, someone who's going to be speaking about a program happening today that encourages people to uh, purchase Israeli products for their home and deepen their connection to Israel. It gives me great pleasure to welcome the one of the founders of Ahri, the American Communities Helping Israel, Suzanne Wilgus. Welcome to JM Sunday. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Ahi, as I just mentioned, stands for American Communities Helping Israel. And uh, the organization has has been around for a while. Tell us what the organization itself is about, and then we'll get into the programs that are taking place today. With pleasure. The organization is about ideas that empower people to help Israel without with little or no extra expenditure. We are not a fundraising organization, which puts us in a different category immediately. American Communities Helping Israel, the Achi, my brother, the C miraculously changes to help many different groups. American Children Helping Israel, one of our popular programs is that school children pick one day a week and bring an snack from Israel that day for the entire year, and that is called Israel Snack Day. The sea can change to caterers helping Israel, camps helping Israel, corporations helping Israel, congregations helping Israel. We have many interesting projects, and we're spreading them across America and even globally as quickly as we can. So it's a very diversified organization uh, helping in many different ways. And uh, when you founded this organization, tell us, how how long ago did you find found the organization and uh, were there others involved in that also? Yes. We founded it about 10 years ago and my co-founders are Rochelle Zupnik and Gloria Gordon and we have been joined by many others, including Linda Zentman. And um, uh, currently, many, many more people are joining to represent different areas across the country. Great. I, I think you would agree, uh, please tell me if I'm, if I'm right on this, that most people may not realize how 
easy it is to support Israel economically by buying Israeli products that we have here in the United States. I, I imagine there are people who don't realize how many products that they see on the shelves are actually made in Israel. And if they just decide to choose to pick those products and uh, add it to their uh, shopping list, if you will, they'll be doing a tremendous help to the Israeli economy. Absolutely. We call it making a lateral change. We want buying Israel to become a normative. With the BDS um, doing as much damage as it can possibly do, it behooves us to counter this. Um, One of the new programs we have, which we're very proud of, is the CLE. What is the CLE? CLE means dish or vessel. We want everyone who has a mezuzah, who has a menorah in the house, to have this next piece of Judaica, the only new category of Judaica in over a century, the kli. It's a dish dedicated to holding Israeli products. Your kli can be on your Shabbat table, your kli can be on your Super Bowl table. Whenever you entertain, fill it and refill it with Israeli products. So that's a great concept because then people coming to your house to visit or whatever occasion it may be uh, will know that those items on those plates are uh, Israeli-made products specifically. Now, today you have uh, two events taking place, or I guess it's pretty much the same event taking place in two different uh, locations where uh, people can go and get the Kli uh, and then fill it with it whatever they want. Where are those two places, and what will be happening there? Okay. One is in New Rochelle, which represents Westchester, and and that is called Inspiration Galleries. And the other one is in Kew Garden Hills in two stores, Gift World Judaica and Candy Castle on Main Street. There will be a nice selection of the Kli. There will be... Uh, food from Israel, people will get coupons to buy Israeli products at a discount, so gets the ball rolling, gives extra incentive. There will be entertainment, there will be door prizes, wine tasting, authors will be signing books. It'll really be a lot of fun. The, the um, one in um, uh, New Rochelle at Inspiration Gallery is at 1333 North Avenue, from the information that I have here, yes. taking place today between 1 and 4 p.m. And the one in Kew Gardens Hills is, as you said, taking place at Gift World Judaica Candy Castle, uh, and that is also taking place between 1 and 4 p.m. today. Now, the the Klees, <laughs> I'll say because you're calling it the Klee, I'll use the English plural, but the, the Klees, uh, are these plates that you have had uh, uh, commissioned, if you will, or made specially uh, for these um, these events and for this program? No, not necessarily. Okay. The Klee exists. It may already exist in everybody's household. It is any dish by any, hopefully by an Israeli artist, made in Israel. But if you have a dish in your house and you say, this is a beautiful dish, I want it to become my kli, that is fine. Israeli artists are on board with the program and they're making more dishes uh, because this is really taking off. We, I, we have... 
something called the CLE card, which will be given out with every purchase of a CLE, which explains exactly what the CLE commitment is. Anybody can download it from our website. Because when you have guests, you may want to give all your guests a CLE card so they come on board. A CLE can also be a, a, a dish that you put in your powder room full of creams and soaps from Israel. It doesn't only have to be food. The idea is something that gets used up so you continually purchase, helping the economy, but also keeping Israel in your hearts and minds. Very interesting. One yeah, one very interesting thing that we're doing that we've already started is children in schools and camps are creating their own cleats. They're learning about the mitzvah of helping Israel, and they are creating them and bringing them home with the clee cards and coupons for their parents. So children are going to become the ambassador of this new way of supporting Israel. Excellent. I know that you have a, a couple of websites uh, associated with the organization and with the program. Uh, you have achi613.org, A-C-H-I-613.org, and also thekle.org, T-H-E-K-L-E-E.org, which explains everything and, and the concept. Uh, do you have a, a caller, do you have uh, uh, anywhere a list of items that are... Uh, manufactured in Israel that are available here in the United States, not necessarily um, food items or related items, like you said, these soaps and whatnot, but other general items. I, I imagine that would be something of interest uh, to people. Maybe maybe uh, you have it or maybe it's something to do. Yes, it's a great idea. We've actually linked with an organization, a very fine organization called um, buyisrael.com that's out of Chicago that does this so oh, great. our two websites are linked Excellent. Uh, so that we each have our own function but we link and cooperate and work together we are planning, I'll give you a heads up a new program called Follow the Flag which will have signs next to every Israeli product in stores so people can easily, at a glance, find what's made in Israel. Excellent, excellent idea. Uh, Suzanne Walgus is the uh, one of the founders of Achri, and the uh, program today taking place is uh, under the auspices of that organization and the CLE, and uh, it's taking place in two locations, actually technically three, I guess, but Inspiration mm-hmm. Gallery in New Rochelle, at 1333 North Avenue. That's taking place between 1 and 4 p.m. today. And then at the Gift World Judaica and Candy Castle in um, Kew Gardens Hills, also taking place uh, between 1 and 4 p.m. today. I encourage everybody to uh, go and uh, participate in that, buy Israeli products, uh, fill up the uh, plates, especially now. Of course, the timing is great. I'm, I'm sure that's what it is right in in uh, time for Rosh Hashanah and for the holidays, uh, people have to stock up with a lot. So when, when all the guests come over and, and take uh, items from the Kli, they can be refilled very quickly. So everybody should go today and take advantage of this, fill it with Israeli products. Uh, my, uh, one, one last question. I see that uh, Achi is a member of the Westchester Jewish Council. Uh, has, the, um, has the council in general, the members... Uh, gotten on board with these uh, with this idea and uh, and encouraged it absolutely the council has encouraged all our projects they uh, 
created a lot of publicity for us. Um, throughout our years, we love working together with them. Uh, they, uh, we expect them to come today. They have thought of so much, so many ways to get us media coverage. Excellent. And uh, we're very grateful. And we hope everybody will start the new year with a new commitment, but a new forever commitment with the CLE. Absolutely. And we also thank Irene Wagner for setting things up in in Queens and Harriet Rudnick, who is our representative in Westchester. And we do thank the Westchester Jewish Council. Excellent. And we thank you for giving us... It's a pleasure to speak to your public. It's a it's a pleasure here on the show and on the Nachum Siegel Network. We certainly encourage uh, purchasing of uh, products from Israel, visiting Israel, uh, making that connection strong every day of the year. Again, my thanks to you, Suzanne, and we wish you lots of luck. What is the best way for someone to contact you if they want to get information on today's events or just in general to find out about the organization? Uh, to go on one of the websites that you said and they'll find our email address and we will be in touch great excellent we are always happy to have new ideas and uh, new volunteers to help us spread the word fantastic any ideas thank you again so much i want to wish you an an early uh happy new year and uh and good luck with today's programs Thank you so much, Shana Tova, to you and all your listeners. Thank you, Shana Tova. It is 8.28 in the morning here on JM Sunday. My thanks again to Susan Walgus from uh, Achi 613, from the Achi organization, for discussing today's program uh, that is taking place in uh, New Rochelle and in Kew Gardens Hills. We're going to go to music, and then we'll be joined by... Uh, by Robert Lichtman, and we'll talk about the great chauffeur blowout happening next week. Here is Ashray Me from Benny Friedman. Right here, actually, here is, excuse me, here's Pitku Lee from the Diaspora Yeshiva Band, right here on JM Sunday. <laughs>
Hashem, Tadikim Yabohubo, Lehashal Hashem, Tadikim Yabohubo. That was Diaspora Yeshiva Band with Pitkuli here on JM Sunday, 8.32 in the morning. And uh, my name is Matis Weingast. Thanks for joining me this morning. It gives me great pleasure to be joined on the air by Robert Lichtman, the Executive Director of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. Mr. Lichtman, welcome to JM Sunday. Thank you, Matis. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. Same here. Now, you have a great program, which we will talk about in just a minute or so, uh, and that is called The Great Chauffeur Blowout. It is actually happening next Sunday. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll discuss that, but please tell us for a moment, what is the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life? Where is it located, and what does it do? The Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life is a relatively new organization. It was created about 10 years ago. And I say created because it was brought together through the efforts and is funded in large part by the Jewish Federation of Greater Metro West New Jersey. So the region that we serve is this area of New Jersey defined as Greater Metro West, which really translates into basically Essex County, Morris County, Sussex County, Union County, Northern Somerset County. And our mission is embedded in our name. It's the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. Our goal is to to bring Jewish learning to life. That's the partnership, taking Jewish learning and applying it to every aspect of life. And our focus, Matis, is on young people and their families from birth and early childhood all the way through the teenage years. We have all kinds of Jewish educational experiences for young people and their families at every stage throughout that spectrum of years. Excellent. And uh, how many, uh, uh, I guess, uh, do you have organizations that participate or schools, or how do you get the, uh, the groups together to, to be a part of this? We work with um, all of the Jewish organizations within our community. As we proudly say, partnership is our second name. <laughs> and so we work with synagogues, youth groups. We work with all the Jewish early childhood centers. We work with the JCCs. We're very proud of our work with the day schools in our community, but we also reach out directly to families and individuals who may not be connected with the Jewish community in the traditional ways. So we do some activities in public schools, we do we work with summer camps, and so we try to reach every learner wherever he or she is. 
Excellent. Now, you have an event coming up, and it is certainly an exciting event from the from the name of it. It's called the Great Chauffeur Blowout. It is actually taking place next Sunday morning, the 21st of September. And uh, it is not just an event to blow chauffeur, but there are a lot of things that are happening as part of it. But primarily, it seems that you are out to break the Guinness World Record for simultaneous blowing of chauffeurs. And apparently there is already a record. Yeah. <laughs> Something that is not, is not new here. Is that, is that right? Yeah, there is. <laughs> um, I have a colleague in Massachusetts named Debbie Colton who works at the Robert Lappin Foundation. Uh-huh. Sure. Her organization was similar to ours. They try to engage people in doing exciting and meaningful and relevant Jewish experiences. I brought her to meet with my staff when we were still relatively new to inspire us to think about ideas that we could use to engage the community. And she challenged us. She actually um, holds the record, 796 people. Oh, wow. And we've been waiting for a year when our organization was mature enough to use its connections in the community. And also, frankly, when Rosh Hashanah was late enough in September that we could get a running start to really get the momentum to break the record. Wow. Now, we actually, we should get, is she going to be there next week? You know, I asked her to be here, right? and she's got a board meeting or something, ah. so she can't be here. Okay, we're going to have to get the information. What did you say her name is again? Debbie Colton. Okay, we're going to have to get in touch with her. We're going to try to get her on here next week also. Let's okay. let's see if we can you know, get this duel going here. But 796 people, simultaneous blue chauffeur right. out there. But we are talking about the, the Metro West Federation catchment area right. where you have tens of thousands of people. Right, but there's a little bit of a difference because we are trying to mobilize the community organically. Of course. Our approach is a little bit different than what they did. So when you say the goal is to blow chauffeur and break the Guinness World Record, that is the motivating kind of, you know, goal out there. But what we're doing as an educational organization leading up to this, just think about this. You know, people say, I don't own a chauffeur, so how am I supposed to participate? Right. So we've been conducting dozens of chauffeur-making clinics, workshops, with uh, Living Legacy throughout our community. And then people hold a chauffeur in their hands and they say, okay, I don't know how to blow it. So we've been holding chauffeur blowing clinics, teaching people how to blow. And what we've done really is even after next Sunday, after we break this record, after we have this amazing community experience, what's going to happen for days and weeks and months and years after that, Matis, is that hundreds or perhaps thousands of people are now going to have a chauffeur that lasts a lifetime. They're going to have a skill that lasts a lifetime. They'll have confidence and and a sense of, of connection with this sacred mitzvah that will carry them through in, in an unbelievable way through the rest of their lives. Beautiful. Robert Luchtman, the executive director of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life, is my guest this morning. We're talking about the organization and primarily the great show for blowout educational program, we're calling it, mm-hmm. for next Sunday morning. And uh, I want to stress, as, as I read here and as, if you, as you've told me, one does not, as you just said, one does not have to be experienced in how to blow a chauffeur. As long as you can blow with your mouth and go, I'm making that sound here, you can blow the chauffeur for this event. And um, now, there might be professional chauffeur blowers out there who are uh, joining you also. There will be new people coming in, just learning about it, as you said. Mm-hmm. I understand there might be some scouts. Is that true? There might be some scouts out there to, to find if there are any new, uh, really good, talented chauffeur blowers for shuls. Yeah, that's for sure. Setting that up, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
<laughs> we do have we have people who are professional, very proficient chauffeur blowers who are very excited about joining us and bringing their friends uh, along with them to help us reach and break this record. Now, uh, b- before we before we forget and before we go on, uh, if somebody wants to register officially for this, because I imagine, will, will you actually have someone from Guinness there, or is it um, one of the programs where you have to self, uh, you know, submit the application? We've been working with Guinness for many months to make sure that we do this right. right. There's really a, a Torah of Guinness on, on how to <laughs> count and, 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 and verify a record. Okay. And yes, for 10,000 euros, we can bring someone uh. from Guinness, but we think that's not the best use of stucco money. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> so we are, we are following their rules and having local people count in groups of 50. We're having expert witnesses. Okay. We're having this thing photographed and videotaped from above. Beautiful. We're, we're going to do this the right way. And in order to help us and give us comfort and confidence that we're going to be breaking this record, we're really encouraging people to register in advance. How do they do that? How do they go about Well, we've got a website called www.thegreatchauffeurblowout.org, www.thegreatchauffeurblowout.org, all one word. And uh, there you have all the information about how to RSVP. By the way, if you're buying a chauffeur to come, uh, to the great chauffeur blowout, and this is the first chauffeur in your family, and you'll be using it at the blowout, we'll give you a $10 rebate towards the purchase of that chauffeur. Wow. So information about that is on the website. Directions and parking is on the website. Okay. And if you want to just email and ask us any question you have, please email us at chauffeur, that's S-H-O-F-A-R, at the Partnership NJ. that's our organization, thepartnershipnj.org, and we'll be happy to answer any question you have and welcome you to the great show for blowout and here's one last thing Marcus, if you don't mind of course if you don't register and you want to join us please do registration is not a requirement it's just to help us get a handle on how to prepare for you but if you want to come and you could bring a shofar and get a sound out we need you we want you we want you to participate in this unbelievable expression of jewish unity and welcoming the new year uh, together with us. Excellent. I understand that uh, based on the numbers you told me so far, you are very close to already having commitments from enough people to break the record, and you hope to surpass that by quite a few hundred. And um, there are also going to be other events taking place that morning. Uh, I, According to the uh, news report I have here, there is going to be a Krav Maga demonstration. There will be a child play area, merchandise, food vendors, and there will be live music also. That's so right. It's a great day for uh, all. It starts at uh, what time uh, on next week? Nine at nine a.m. The, the virtual doors, because they're outside, rain right. or shine, opens okay. at nine a.m. The chauffeur blowers actually begin to assemble and begin to be counted at ten thirty. We'll blow chauffeur at eleven. So there'll be activities and music, as you said, both before and after the actual Guinness attempt. Excellent, excellent. Ah, it's too bad that the uh, actual chauffeur blowing is not during our show that we could carry it live. But <laughs> you know, my <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I'd love you to be there. I know you, you're going to be on. You're probably just getting off the, the, the air at that point. Right. But you run a youth group. Did I see that correctly? Uh, no, that's uh, old stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it's an bring old blurb. Mattis, I want you there. I want you to bring anyone you know. Everyone who's listening is invited to bring their friends and family. Excellent. Everybody's welcome. Thank you so much, Robert Luchtman. Appreciate it. Executive Director of the Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. We'll talk to you again next Sunday morning right before the event to see how it's going and get any last-minute information out there. My thanks to you again. Have a great week, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you so much, Mathis. Have a good week. You're welcome. You too. That is a great event that uh, I encourage everybody to to check out.
the information page is www.thegreatshowforblowout, altogether, thegreatshowforblowout.org. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be very exciting. Imagine uh, close to a thousand, if not if not more, uh, based on what they're what they're saying so far, people simultaneously blowing shofar, and uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully they'll break the Guinness Book of World Record for that. I can't believe that there is actually a record already, but uh, that that is amazing. Okay, back to the music for the last few uh, minutes, last segment of the show, about 15 minutes. My thanks to all of you for listening to us here on JM Sunday. Programming continues all day long on the stream exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. Here is Yako Shweki with Osim Chuva on JM Sunday.
That was Habolkim Yoli Greenfield, Yoli Greenfield, uh, finishing out today's show. And I uh, appreciate everybody uh, joining us today. It was a very exciting show, if I do say so myself. Uh, my thanks to my guests, uh, Suzanne Walgus, who spoke about the CLE organization. Go to thecle.org and you can find out about the events today. And uh, we spoke with Robert Lichtman of the uh, Partnership for Jewish Learning and Life. And that uh, we spoke about the event happening next week on um, on Sunday. We spoke about the uh, the great show for blowout taking place next week, starting uh, oh nine o'clock. But the show for blowout will attempt to break the world record around eleven o'clock. And uh, I encourage everybody to go to the website www.thegreatshowforblowout.org. You can find out all the information about the program next week. You can register and uh, get other details. The event will be taking place at um, the address of the event is 901 Route 10 in Whippany, New Jersey. It's just off uh, Route 287 near Route 80. Easy access from all over. So that's taking place at 901 Route 10 in Whippany. Uh, And uh, we certainly encourage everybody to participate in that. And uh, that will be great. We'll follow up again, as I said, next week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget, programming continues all day long here on the Nachum Siegel Network. See you back here next week on JM Sunday.